Christianity Today calls for the removal of President Trump and the war between Christians and Christians, that's right, is heating up. All that and more on today's Peck Report. Alright everybody, hope you are doing well today. Uh, well, Merry or Happy New Year's Eve. Um, hope your day's going well. I hope you plan on uh, staying up late and uh, bringing in the, the new year right. Uh, let's have some better hopes for 2020. Um, for example, we can uh, pray for our president as others choose not to. So there was a story that just came out. You probably heard um, about this. But uh, Christianity Today, which is a, a magazine or an online thing that was actually started, uh, this, this Christianity Today was started by um, um, Billy Graham, but uh, they have now called for the removal of the president, and they're, they're, they're backing Democrats, basically. So Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son, is, is, uh, came out against um, Christianity Today, and it's it's a whole it's a whole story. So uh, we definitely got to get to that, and then a little bit later we have to talk about the ongoing war between, um, well, Christian and Christian. Really, it, it's it's horrifying to see, but it's it's happening more and more. And unless we uh, can get our act together here, it's going to continue on to the new year. But it is the new year, and we can have hope that uh, all of this stuff will will subside and not just get worse and worse and worse. After all, it's up to us. We need to be praying about all this, and we need to take responsibility for our own actions and not blame our problems on everybody else. That is not the way to go. Uh, all right, so let's get started here. This, this is uh, reported from Christian Post. Uh, and it says, uh, President Donald Trump and Franklin Graham, president of the Samaritan's Purse and Billy Graham uh, Evangelist, uh, Evangelistic Association, have slammed evangelical magazine Christianity Today after Mark Galley, the publication's editor-in-chief, called for the president's removal from office. Um, so, quote, this is from Trump in a series of tweets last uh, Friday. Uh, quote, a far-left magazine, or a very progressive, as some would call it, which has been doing poorly and hasn't been involved with the Billy Graham family for many years, Christianity Today, knows nothing about reading a perfect transcript of a routine phone call and would rather have a radical left non-believer who wants to take your religion and guns than Donald Trump as your president. Uh, end quote. And then he, he also said, he continued by saying, quote, no president has done more for the uh, evangelical community and it's not even close. You'll not get anything from those Dems on stage. I won't be reading Christianity Today again, end quote. Uh, now, there's a couple of important points with this. Um, first off, the, 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 the Christians that are, okay, for one thing, you don't have to be for Trump um, in, in and be a Christian. Like, you can totally be a Christian and not like Trump. I, I, we get it. 
but the difference is when you're faced with a choice between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton, uh, what are you going to do? Some have chosen to just not vote altogether, which is basically throwing your vote away. Um, some have voted for uh, another candidate, a third party or something like that, which again is basically throwing your vote away. Uh, so do they expect that they would get better from Hillary Clinton? Uh, no, of course not. But what Christianity Today has, has said is that we as Christians have to, um, in, in our politics, we have to only expect basically the best and most moral among us to lead us. The problem is that's never going to happen, uh, not until the return of Jesus. Uh, we, ha we have to be a little bit more realistic with this. We have to realize that whoever, whatever candidate goes up, uh, at any time is going to be human and is going to have problem and is go problems and is going to fail uh, in certain areas. So our decision is who, who do we want representing us? Uh, and we had a choice. We had Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. Now, yes, Donald Trump is an adulterer. He has all sorts of past sins, uh, lots of problems with the guy, right? He's, he's got, he has a past, let's, let's say. But so do you. So do I. So do all of us. Uh, now, Hillary Clinton, on the other hand, it's more than just the past, it's a present. And her, her, her so-called values uh, totally disagree with our values as Christians and conservatives. So she would not be standing up for Christianity uh, had she been uh, president. So we as Christians, we were given a choice and we made the, the best choice that we could. Uh, so anyway, the, the article, and so all I'm saying is that, you know, we have to kind of grow up and, and realize that this is the real world here. This is reality. Uh, it, it's, it's dirty and mucky and, and frankly, it's, it's gross. And, you know, we're not going to have a perfect candidate. We're not going to have anywhere close. And, and, you know, Christians that are against Trump would realize that too. And they'll say, yes, but we can do better than, than Donald Trump. Okay, well, where's the line then? Where's the line where you're willing to say, well, these sins are acceptable in a candidate, but these aren't? And, and you might say, well, there, there should be no line then. No sin is acceptable. Well, then you, you may as well uh, not be registered to vote then because you, you, could never, uh, you, you would never be able to vote honestly if you're looking for a perfect candidate. Now, of course, no Christian is going to say they're looking for a perfect candidate. Uh, they just are, are focused in on Trump in this one election. There's going to be future elections. There's going to be future presidents. And, you know, we, we have to realize that Every candidate that goes up is going to be flawed on both sides. They're both going to be flawed. They're both going to be sinful. Uh, they're both going to be evil in a lot of ways. So what we as Christians have to decide is which candidate best represents uh, America, uh, Christianity, our values, uh, and, and what the Founding Fathers originally planned for the country. Which, which candidate best um, exemplifies those values? Now, there are other people in the country that have different values. They'll say, well, we, we, we don't want what the founding, uh, father, founding fathers envisioned. We want something radical and new. We want, we want to change. We, we, we want to do something different. Well, then they'll vote their values. Uh, but uh, so, so we, we have to make that choice for ourselves. And to not vote or to just vote for some third party, I mean, essentially it is throwing your vote away. And you're free to do that. Um, I, I don't. I don't disparage anybody. Actually, before this, before the 2016 ele election, I wasn't registered to vote. Never voted before. My my very first vote ever was uh, for Donald Trump, and and the reason was because I wasn't really that interested in politics uh, before. 
And I, I, I didn't feel like I knew enough about it. I didn't feel like I could make an informed decision, so I chose not to. Uh, and that's fine. You can do that, but if you're going to do that, you also can't, you really don't have any grounds to to complain um, and virtue signal when somebody that you don't like gets into office. Uh, so, okay, continuing on. It says, um, uh, where'd we leave off? Oh, here we go. Okay, we, we were down here. So on Thursday, Galley wrote in the magazine founded by Franklin Graham's father, evangelical icon Billy Graham, that Trump has to be removed from office because he violated the Constitution and is profoundly immoral. All right, I'm going to stop right there. Just being immoral is not enough to kick somebody out. Now, did he violate the Constitution? Are there high crimes and misdemeanors? Because the Democrats haven't presented any evidence for it. So uh, that that statement seems a bit unfounded. But let's see what, uh, what Galley says. Galley wrote... Uh, a day after Trump became the third president in history to be impeached by the House of Representatives, quote, the facts in this instance are unambiguous. The president of the United States attempted to use his political power to coerce a foreign leader to harass and discredit one of the president's political opponents. That is not only a violation of the Constitution, um, but more importantly, it is profoundly immoral. All right, again, where is the evidence? Um, Galley continues... The reason, the reason many are not shocked, uh, the reason many are not shocked about this and that this president has dumbed down the idea uh, of morality in his administration. He has hired and fired a number of people who are now convicted criminals. He himself has admitted to immoral actions in business and his relationship with women about which he remains proud, his Twitter feed alone, with its habitual string of mischaracterizations, lies, and slanders, is a near-perfect example of a human being who is morally lost and confused, Galley asserted. Uh, all right, and now, now, again, you have, uh, during the election, you had, you had one person with these flaws, and, and by the way, no Christian disputes that. Like, no Christian disputes that. Uh, but look at the flaws of Hillary Clinton. I mean, just on, let's say, the pro, because Galley brought, brought this up before, too, just on the pro-life versus uh, pro-abortion side of, of the argument, uh, Trump has obviously been very pro-life, whereas Hillary Clinton was radically pro-abortion. Just on that alone, voting Trump in has saved lives. We don't know how many. We have, we have no way of knowing that because we don't know how radical the pro-abortion side would have got had Hillary uh, become president. But lives of innocent children have been saved just from that. Is, is he flawed and immoral in some ways? Sure. But again, so are we all. And so have we all been. Uh, now, it says, in his response to the magazine his father founded, Graham revealed that despite the president's shortcomings, his father voted for him and would, uh, and would not be in support of Galley's opinion. So Graham uh, said, quote, Christianity Today released an editorial stating that President Trump should be removed from office, and they invoke my father's name, I suppose, to try to bring legitimacy to their statement, so I feel it's important for me to respond. Yes, my father, Billy Graham, founded Christianity Today, but no, he would not agree with their opinion piece. In fact, he would be very disappointed. I have not previously shared who my father voted for in the past election, but because of this article, I, felt, I feel it is necessary to share it now. My father knew Donald Trump, he believed in Donald Trump, but he voted for Donald Trump. He believed that Donald J. Trump was the man for this hour in history for our nation. 
uh, end quote. And he, he continued before accusing Christianity Today of wanting the readers to believe the Democratic leadership rather than Trump. Uh, and you also have to take into effect what, what state our country was in after eight years of Obama and how uh, conservatives, Christians, Republicans as a whole were not being heard. And they weren't going to be heard by uh, so, someone who was more, more timid. Uh, I mean, can you, can you imagine um, you know, if, if Mitt Romney had been elected? Uh, you would not see, and I know that that was the previous election, but, but had that happened, even after only four years of Obama, had Mitt Romney been elected, you would not see the upsurgence in uh, conservatism and Christianity that you see in our in, in our time now. I mean, there, there's been there's big been a big uh, uh, upsurgence in it, which has been great. In, in many ways, conservatism and even Christianity has to the culture become cool again. Uh, but. Uh, but it's not about being cool, obviously. It's about reaching souls. It's about reaching lives. And um, in order to do that, the, the culture needs to be in a place where it can embrace Christianity, even, even a little bit. So things like Donald Trump uh, being elected and calling himself a Christian, whether you believe he is or not, it's not up to you to judge his heart, so it doesn't matter. But, but he is, in a sense, representing um, Christianity in in the in the culture. Same with like you know th th this this has allowed other uh, celebrities and and people to kind of realize hey it's okay you know so so we get Kanye West and then you see a huge upsurgence in Christianity after that. Uh, so that stuff I don't think would have happened with any other of the Republican candidates. So I think God knows what he's doing here. And uh, I think that God will use imperfect people. Um, I'm sure God has used you at some point to reach somebody. Are you imperfect? Of course you are. So am I. Uh, we all are. That's something that we all share in common. And then you might say, yeah, but I'm not as bad as Trump is. I never did X, Y, or Z. Well, again, where are you willing to draw that line where some sin is acceptable and some isn't? Where some sin is understandable and other sin just is, is too far? Where are you willing to draw that line? Because I think that line is subjective. I don't think that line should be drawn except at sin itself. No sin is acceptable, yet we all do it anyway. And even while we were still yet sinning, Jesus Christ still died for us. Um, so continuing on, uh, Graham wrote, quote, For Christianity today to decide with the Democratic Party in a totally partisan attack on the President of the United States is unfathomable. Christianity today failed to acknowledge that not one single Republican voted with the Democrats to impeach the President. I know a number of Republicans in Congress, and many of them are strong Christians. If the President were guilty of what the de Democrats claimed, these Republicans would have joined with the Democrats to impeach him. Uh, and that's absolutely true. Um, but, uh, sorry guys, I, for, for those of you who do not know, I am in Memphis with my family. My son is in the hospital with leukemia. He's six years old. Uh, my wife is at the hospital with him now. And um, from time to time, you'll see me checking my phone. It's not because I'm trying to be unprofessional or not. It's not because I, I, I'm, you know, I don't care about you guys, but uh, I, have to, I have to check text for emergencies. Uh, so if you see me checking it from time to time, that is, that, that's what's going on. Um, and uh, so sorry about that. Uh, no emergency this time, so everything's okay. Uh, I mean, not everything's not okay. It's not ideal, but uh, it's not it, it's not an emergency. So, uh, but anyway, so continuing on. Um, 
I have to find where we left off here. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if, if the president were guilty of what the Democrats claimed, Republicans would have joined. And that's absolutely true. Um, you, you saw that in, uh, oh, who, who, who was it? It was a senator or something that was going to get elected. Uh, the Republican senator was in the lead. This just happened a couple of years ago, and I forget which state it was in. Uh, you guys will have to remind me. I should have looked it up before the show, but... Um, uh, but it, but it turned out he he had a, uh, a past in sexual uh, deviance and, and maybe maybe even with with minors, um, which which is pretty awful. And so they ended up uh, the, the Republicans kind of stopped backing this guy, most of them anyway. And uh, who ended up getting elected was the Democrat Doug Jones, I believe was his name or something like that. Uh, but you do, you do see this on the Republican side. You do see this type of thing when things come out that are credible and that are real, you know, we're not talking about like the sham Kavanaugh hearings, uh, but something that's actually real. You do see Republicans, conservatives, Christians, you do, you do see them call out their own. You do see that. Uh, conservatives are the first people to say, yeah, you know, this person shouldn't have done this, this person shouldn't have done that. You don't see that on the Democratic side. Um, you know, they, they, they support openly anti-Semitic people like Rashida Tlaib um, and, and uh, open racism. They, they, fu they fully support unapologetically, uh, yet they want to be the moral police of everybody else. They don't call, they don't call out their own. Unless it's unless it's on something really frivolous and things that aren't really real, you, you know, you'll you'll see this with like actors bickering back and forth because you know, like Quentin Tarantino didn't give a woman enough lines or something, d it, r dumb stuff like that. You'll you'll see. But when it comes to actual evil, they don't call out their own. So if there was a case here, Republicans would be on board with it uh, because Republicans understand something that Democrats don't, that, that your, your image as being as fair and balanced as possible really means something. Uh, it, it's really important to keep that going in order to keep the country intact. Uh, Democrats have no um, understanding of that. Uh, but uh, th this shows just how 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 there really is no evidence. Uh, basically, like no Republicans are voting for this thing. And even more than that, the Democrats basically dropped it. You know, now, now they're probably going to pick it up again. I'm, and I'm recording this um, about a week ahead of time. So some stuff might have happened by now uh, that isn't being addressed in this video. But, you know, likely they'll bring it up again. But they, 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 they were like, they said that they might not even send it to the Senate. You know, they're, 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 they want assurance of a fair trial, which basically means a Democratic-leaning uh, trial. So, you know, they're already t trying to weasel their way out of it because this impeachment thing is so unpopular. Um, so Graham added, why would Christianity today choose to take the side of the Democratic left, whose only goal is to discredit and smear the name of a sitting president? They want readers to believe the Democratic leadership rather than believe the president of the United States. End quote. And it's absolutely true. It's virtue signaling. Signaling. Uh, it's it's not real. Um, these 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 people running um, uh, Christianity today have been leftists for a long time now, especially this Galley guy. Uh, I mean, even last year it says right here. Last year, Galley wrote a piece criticizing the 76% of white self-identified evangelical voters who voted for President Trump in 2016, saying, "Quote: The most evangelical Christians like me." exclaimed, who are these people? I know hardly anyone, let alone any evangelical Christians who voted for Trump. I describe evangelicals like 
me as elite evangelicals. And this class of evangelicals has discovered that we have family members so different they seem like aliens in our midst. These other evangelicals often haven't finished college, and if they have jobs, and apparently a lot of them don't, they are blue-collar jobs or entry-level work. They don't write books or give speeches. They don't attend conferences of evangelicals for social justice or evangelicals for immigration reform. They are deeply suspicious of mainstream media. A lot of them voted for Trump, end quote. And, and, and Galley doesn't understand why this is the case. Now, despite Galley's call for Trump's removal, a report in the New York Times says the magazine is not united behind the man whose retirement becomes effective January 3rd, 2020. So this guy is on his way out anyway. He was on his way out uh, before this uh, before this came out. So he, he doesn't have anything to lose. And when somebody doesn't have anything to lose, they feel free to show their true colors. And that, that's what you're seeing now. Um, so obviously there's an anti-Trump bias going on here. Uh, and you know, of course, New York Times is gonna has has brought this out like, oh look, even the evan evangelicals can't even agree on anything. You know, even even they're fractured. But Galley is the one who's in in his statement said, you know, how do we expect to be taken seriously on uh, matters of of the pro-life movement when we back this this president? Yet Galley is the one that is that that's that's showing these fractures. And and I'm not even saying that he has to support Trump or anything, but why be why be vocal in this way in in a Christian magazine uh, going against your own base, going against your your own audience, um, against your own readership? You know, all that's going to do is show the other side. Wow, they can't get their stuff together either. You know, they're they're all fractured. Uh, that's not going to do anything to help. But he's going to lecture everybody else and say that really it's because uh, because we're we're. Um, supportive of, of Trump, we're the hypocrites, we're the one who's fracturing the country, we're the one who's uh, slandering the name of evangelical Christianity uh, to, to those who, who would, uh, who, who would want to detract from us and things. That, that's not the case at all. Doing this kind of stunt, I mean, it's nothing but political. Um, there, there's, there's no real Christian message in this. Uh, you know, the Christian message would be President Trump has his flaws. Let's pray for him, you, you know, not let's remove him from office. Let, let's let's pray that he can that he can overcome his his sins and be uh, a better leader tomorrow than he was yesterday or something like that. And that's something that everybody could get behind. You could still express the, your, your same concerns with Trump, uh, and that would be a message that everybody would would agree with and would get behind and it would be correct. And you would still be able to express your opinion about the president, but it's not about the president. It's not, it's, it's not about his morality. It's, it's not about anything like that. Uh, it's, it's, it's about politics and it's about left-leaning politics. And, and here, here in this statement, he's questioning like, you know, why, why don't evangelicals get involved with social justice movements and immigration reform and stuff like that. Th th those are, those are democratic talking points. Those are democratic issues that I, I, I'm not going to get on board with so, the social justice movement. Are you kidding? There, there's so much hypocrisy in that. There's so much anti-Christianity in that. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a game that nobody wins. Uh, I, I, how, how could the message of Jesus Christ thrive in a movement like that? Immigration reform? Hey, I'm all for it, but let everyone in is not an option. Uh, and actually, if you really get down to it, many 
I would I would say most evangelicals, most conservatives, pretty much everybody is uh, in favor of some type of immigration reform because our immigration process is a mess. Everybody agrees with that. So uh, basically, this guy just he, he he's he's a political hack. He doesn't he he doesn't know what he's uh, talking about or who he's talking to. And but I, I think that we're going to see more stuff like this being promoted. Uh, by left-leaning outlets like New York Times. New York Times, because of this uh, and because of others, New York Times is going to go out looking for more. Um, you know, they love it when a Republican becomes a Democrat or when a, 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 a Christian is, is left-leaning in any way. You know, they, they, they love that um, because it's, it's political. It has nothing to do with the message of Jesus Christ. It has nothing to do with morality, like they like to keep saying. It has nothing to do with that. It's politics. Uh, all right, we got to talk about um, the continuing war on uh, Christians from Christians. It's getting worse and worse and worse. It's been prophesied. Uh, Tom Horn put a book together uh, uh, on it called Blood on the Altar, and I've I've done talks on this topic. It's 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 getting worse, and we we have to talk about it because we got to know what we're up against in 2020, uh, and how we can get past it, how we can uh, move through it, have a have a very joyful and fulfilling uh, year in 2020. So this is not a message of depression. This is a a, a, a warning, but a message of, of hope. So we got to get to that, but that is going to be for members only. So if you haven't had a chance to do so, make sure you go over to dailyrenegade.com and become a member today. It is only $10 a month or $100 a year. I suggest getting the $100 a year. Why do I suggest that? Because you get two months for free Here's the website. You get two months. You get two months for free, uh, and you only got to pay for it once, and you don't have to think about it for a whole other, uh, a whole another year. It's you know, President Trump will be serving his uh, uh, second term by by the time you ever have to think about this again. So it's it's great, but it's only ten dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year. You get full episodes of every show that we do. Um, and we do a lot of shows. Uh, look at this drop-down menu. This is all the shows we do. Peck Report is only one of them. But you'll get the rest of this this episode. You'll get the rest of all of our shows. All you do, you just get a membership. You log in, go over to member content, and find the show you want to watch. Uh, this is all the members. And also, you get exclusive um, you get exclusive. Uh, uh, permission to enter the vault, which is a repository that we're putting together of a bunch of other videos. These aren't videos that are exclusive to Daily Renegade, but videos that need to be preserved somewhere because YouTube keeps deleting everything. So we are trying to fill the vault with uh, videos of, of people who give us permission to do so, to back their videos up, and basically we're creating a mini YouTube there. It's only available for members. Uh, by the way, if you want your videos in the vault, um, where they can be backed up, uh, email me, joshpeckdisclosure at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to look at what you have. If it, if it matches what we're doing here, then great, we'd love to. You also get um, exclusive access to um, our articles, our online articles, so you don't only get all the videos, but you also, it's sort of like getting a magazine, an online magazine subscription. All of these articles are only available for members only. So goodbye constitution, hello persecution. What's that about? Pagan and Chris, Christian traditions, gnats and camels, you know, what is all this? Um, also, if you look up here, 
You'll see some ads for Kratom, colloidal silver, uh, CBD Pure, uh, and Coastline Kratom. This stuff is, is great. I take Kratom and CBD every day. It's greatly reduced my pain. I, I have chronic pain because of a rare uh, bone disease. And this has helped so much. I got my life back. I can play with my kids. I used to be bedridden. I used to not even be able to get out of bed. It was that bad. Um, but now, uh, years later, I'm, I'm 35 and I'm, I'm feeling better than I ever have in my life. I'm getting the best sleep I've ever had in my life because of CBD. Um, but I mean, even if you have like arthritis or back pain, I mean, any number of things, Kratom and CBD can definitely help. So you can check those out. They're right up here at the top of the website, dailyrenegade.com. And if you go down here, we have a merchandise store. Uh, we got uh, t-shirts, mugs, lots of cool stuff. Nephilim, ne Nephilim Hunter, excuse me, Nephilim Hunter t-shirts, uh, which are designs that are exclusive to uh, Daily Renegade. And we're adding more and more as time goes on. So we appreciate your support uh, and we love you all. Uh, so members, hang on the line. We're going to get to the war of Christian versus Christian for everybody else. Thank you for joining. And uh, until next time, take care. God bless.